I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd and welcome to the Spiritual Laws of Nature. Uh, let me share with you something that uh, happened to me this last week. It's pretty normal for me. I'm, I'm, I mess up more than anybody I've ever known. A few days ago it was Mother's Day and so I went out to a special bakery to get Hope's favorite cookies. And I got them and I was so excited. They were beautiful and she was going to love them. And I got home, couldn't wait to see the expression on her face. And I was not paying attention where I was walking and walking really fast. And I stepped on a concrete ledge. Half my foot was on the ledge, half of it wasn't. And I went straight down. Cookies in one hand, cell phone in the other. Bam! And here's what it did. I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to show you how fat I am, although I am kind of fat right now, but uh, right there, and yesterday and the day before, it looked a lot more pronounced, had a lot of purple in it and stuff like that, but uh, went right down, broke a rib, the same rib I broke uh, about eight months ago, so, um, uh, and, and what's the point? The point is, sometimes we're not paying attention and we miss something really, really important. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Okay, so um, first day, literally, in a psychology class, Psychology 101, and the professor writes this on the board. The problem is never the problem. And you see uh, emphasis. The problem is never the problem. Now what did, what did the professor mean? And, and by the way, I've found that to be probably 99% true. What the professor meant is in counseling and therapy, when the person comes in and, say, and, and you ask, okay, great to meet you, why are you here? Whatever they tell you next, there's about a 99% chance that is not the problem. It may be a problem, but it's not the problem. It's not the source. It's not the thing where it's coming from. It's not what's going to fix it long term for them. All right. Even though they are 100% convinced, it is. The, uh, my spouse is the problem. They're doing this or not doing that. Money is the problem. We, uh, the economy went down or this happened with my job or I've got some health thing and uh, that's the problem. No. Those things are virtually never the problem. Are they a problem? Yes. But not the problem. So it's fine to give them some attention because they are a problem but they're not the source problem. Uh, I really believe that I could almost make a totally broad statement that no matter what issues you ha you're having in your life, no matter what you think your problems are, there's about a 99% chance you're wrong and there's about a 99% chance that without ever meeting you or talking to you, I can tell you what your problem is. That is the source and that when you fix those, will fix the other things eventually or make them lots better. Okay? What is it? It's relationships. 
relationships are virtually always the problem. The problem. Source. Maybe not symptom, but source. And, and often source and symptom. Okay? Well, how can I say that? Because our brains are wired where we have mechanisms in our brain that work like a smartphone that are always scanning for either a fear-based signal, and from fear comes everything you would consider negative. Sadness, anger, anxiety, irritation, frustration, rejection, low self-worth, unforgiveness, identity, all those things come from a base fear signal. They grow from the root of fear or a love-based signal. And everything positive comes out of the love root. Joy, peace, patience, uh, acceptance, identity, worth, significance, security, forgiveness. Those all come from a root of love. All right? So your brain is constantly scanning, even when you're asleep 24-7. This even happens with your, uh, when you dream, with your dreams, which are kind of your brain having fun playing with memories. A lot of people would say trying to resolve problems with your memories, even though it comes up with some crazy things. That's what it's trying to do. But it's constantly scanning for a love-based signal or a fear-based signal for two reasons. Number one, the number one mandate of your unconscious mind, which is a million times powerful, more powerful than your conscious intention, is to keep you physically alive. So it's scanning for the fear-based signal so that if an 18-wheeler starts to pull over on you or somebody's chasing you with a knife or gun, you can fight harder or run faster to survive. That's one reason it's scanning constantly. The second reason is to see if you are choosing love or fear in a non-emergency situation. If you are choosing fear, the brain pulls the failure switch and you have negative thoughts, negative feelings, negative hormones, negative chemicals, uh, negative beliefs, negative actions. Um, your your uh, immune system suppressed pretty much right out a definition of failure and that's what you would be experiencing internally when the brain full, pulls the failure switch in response to you choosing something fear-based when it's not a life or death situation. On the other hand, if you are choosing something love-based and it's not a life or death situation, the brain pulls the success switch. Positive feelings, positive thoughts, positive hormones and chemicals, uh, the release of human growth hormone where you grow younger instead of older, lowers your blood pressure, your immune system comes up like the Hulk to heal anything that needs to be healed, etc., etc., etc. All right? So, fear really bad unless it's life or death. Love, awesome. Okay? <clears throat> What's the point? The point is the only way you work correctly as a human being, body, mind, and spirit, is when you are choosing love consistently in a non-life threatening situation. 
if in a non-life-threatening situation you are choosing fear-based, or you could probably just say the negative, then you are in the process of malfunctioning and it's going to get worse and worse and worse as one problem leads to two, two lead to four, four lead to six, mentally, physically, in your relationships, in your work, everything. So the way we were, we are built to work or malfunction is totally 100% based on life-threatening situation or not, and then outside of that, love or fear, which is our choice. Okay? Well, love does not exist outside the scope of relationship. It doesn't exist. Okay? Uh, You've all heard the stories of Freud and early counseling and therapy. Talk about your mother. Okay, talk about your father. All right, talk about your brother. You, You don't really hear. Talk about your chair. Talk about your car. I mean, you can have affection for a chair or car or, or, or a dislike, but that's not going to really change your life that much. Okay, The relationships and how they are in your life actively and the memories of relationships inside you, that determines how your life goes. Okay, We think that we live in constant response to our circumstances. I go out and the weather is this, and so I, the weather is bad, and so I have a negative thought about that. The weather's good, and I have a positive thought about that. The traffic is bad, and I have a negative thought about that. The traffic is good, and I have a positive thought about it. And we think we're just choosing that all day long, but the latest research says we're not that all of that is pretty much programmed by the time we're like 10 years old so that when we get in rush hour traffic, if we've been programmed that way, we go into road rage, fear-based, stress, and start to malfunction all over the place. The outward manifestation may be anger. And if I was sitting with that guy in my counseling room, he may very well say the problem's anger, especially in traffic situations. Well, the problem's not anger. The symptom is anger. The problem is always a relationship issue. That's it. The problem is never the problem. The problem is... Use a different... Always. A relationship. So what does that mean practically? It means that if your life is not going 100% or even 99% the way you want it to, it is almost certain you have a relationship issue somewhere, either actively or in your memory banks, that is pulling the fire alarm in your brain when there's no life or death situation and causing you to malfunction. And it's not about the traffic, and it's not about the weather, and it's not about the guy at work. It's not even about the health thing. Now, it may very well have caused the health thing, but the real issue is the relationship. 
Okay? So what I would recommend this week is for you to get out a little uh, tablet and a pen or pencil or do it electronically. I do it on my iPad these days. And um, put others, self, and God. Three separate lists. And then just start writing down, okay, any issues, any negatives I have when I remember relationships with others, and I mean all of them your whole life, any negatives I feel when I think about God or relationship with God or not relationship with God, and then self, all right? Uh, Take your time, relax, close your eyes, say a little prayer, request of your heart. I'd like to find and heal all of my relationship issues now. And then just relax and wait for one to float up. Others, self, God. And go until you feel like you've kind of gotten them all. All right? Man, I don't... I've written down 42. I can't think of any other negative relationship thing with another person. All right, great. Then you're ready to start working on it. Okay? Another, th- another way you can do it is uh, you can say, okay, every time I get in uh, traffic on the way home, I become angry. Okay? Well, the issue is not the traffic, but you can use the symptom to find the source. So here's what I would do. Okay, in rush hour traffic, I feel angry. So... Um, what is the first or biggest anger issue I can remember with any person in any relationship, including relationship with myself, being angry at myself for doing something or not doing something, all right? But also others and God. When, when do I remember an anger thing in a relationship, all right? <clears throat> and when you find that, then I would absolutely do the miracle meditation on it that we talked about a few weeks ago uh, until all of your issues with self, others, and God are down below a 1 on a 0 to 10 scale. They're not really bothering you, any of them, uh, when you think about it. All right. I would also, when you're doing this, pray that all the unconscious ones and generational ones that are in you that you don't even know you have will be healed. And then start prioritizing relationships above everything because that is the problem and that is the solution. Uh, Most people in my counseling office, when I ask them their priorities, they say relationships, at least in the top three. Maybe not number one. Maybe number one is getting a promotion at work or some health problem going away or what, whatever, but usually there's relationship in the top three. But then when I analyze how they're actually living their life, they're not prioritizing relationships. Okay? Every day when you wake up and your feet hit the floor, you should say a little prayer or request of your heart, please, please, Let me prioritize relationships and living in love in the present, number one, today. Now, that doesn't mean you don't do your work. You do do your work. You just prioritize relationships. So, 
You see the guy at work that you haven't gotten along so well with? All right, I'm prioritizing this relationship and love from my part. And so maybe you apologize. Maybe you say, hey, let's have a cup of coffee. Let's have lunch. Uh, you know, I think we got off on the wrong foot. Or, or is there something about me that bugs you that I can change or, or whatever? And with the, especially the people at home, your family, prioritize those relationships. If nothing else in your life is going good and your relationships are going good, you're going to be doing very well. If everything in your life is going good and your relationships are bad, your life's going to be bad. Just guaranteed. Because that is the source. So every issue, we'll say 99.9%, no matter what it is, cancer, heart disease, success, failure, anything, always comes back when you, when you track it back to a relationship issue, okay? Meaning, if that relationship issue had not been a problem, a negative, then really good chance you wouldn't be getting angry today in rush hour traffic. Just wouldn't happen. You would, you'd have no, you'd turn on the radio and sing or call someone and talk or just think, okay? You might get a little irritated, but not for long. And then you catch yourself, no, 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 I'm not going there. I, I've committed to live my life in love and prioritize relationships. So traffic's nothing, all right? So uh, try it this week. Also, the, the, the um, processes that I've worked for 20 years to build, Trilogy, Memory Engineering, Rapid Eye Stress Release, those could be of great help here to heal those relationship issues. But uh, I do the miracle meditation every day. And um, as those relationship issues heal and those zero to tens go down, the positive numbers are all going to go up. Okay, direct correlation. That is the source. That is the problem. So chances are... What you have been thinking are the problems in your life. Maybe they aren't, but I guarantee you the, the unhealed relationship issues in your memories and in your life, that's the problem. Fix those and your life will do a 180 or 160 or 150, but either way, it's really good. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, blessed day.